0: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Political Idiots. I didn't know if I was gonna be able to do a show tonight. Um, truth be told, I uh I'm a busy person. I wake up every morning at about 3:45 and the central time or wherever I'm at, it doesn't matter. And I get my day started, and uh boy, I had a lot to do today, and we got a lot done uh, all across the country with candidates and political events. I got some good news, though. I do know that I can make this announcement right now before um, we bring on our first guest um, tonight that I know you've been waiting on. This spring and summer, now when I say spring, I'm talking about after turkey season, right? So it has to be after, you know, April. But this late spring and summer, we're going to take political idiots Podcast and broadcast on the road. I'm gonna take you inside campaigns. I'm gonna show you what it's like from the inside and outside. We're gonna talk to voters. We're gonna talk in, in in multiple states. We're gonna talk to people that are on the ground on what they really care about. So I really appreciate you joining me tonight. You know, there's a lot going on in the country. Um, it seems like there's Some emphasis on uh, our president who can't seem to think straight and our vice president who can't seem to do a or an interview correctly. Uh, People get on to me all the time when I send messages across Facebook or to them because these new iPhones, man, they're auto um, speech and they're auto messaging. I mean, you got to look. Listen, if I write you like a Three sentence text. I'm not going through the, you know, I'm not going through the shit. I'm not coming back. I'm not going to read it again before I hit send. You, it's up to you to determine whether or not you can decipher what I said. Now, if I say something really ridiculous, like voice to text is the worst thing. Earlier, I was messaging somebody, and it, it it was a a female that I was messaging, and I was saying something about their hair. And out of nowhere, I said, I want to see your, or or, excuse me, I was messaging them about their cell phone. I said, I hate your cell phone because I always lose them in service and, and she's a part of, you know, our company and what we're doing. I said, I want to see, I hate your service. And then out of nowhere, the, the phone just, this is voice to text. All oh, out of nowhere, it just adds a little B at the end of it. Huh. And it sent it. What do you think she thought? She thought, yeah, oh, I'm fixing to come back to this, you know, blankety blank. But anyway, we had a good time last night. Hey, listen, I got some great results for you. Over 30 platforms last night that were listening or watching our show. Our, our YouTube channel actually just launched. Tonight. So if you're on YouTube right now and you're watching, this is the very first show that launched on YouTube at political idiots, YouTube forward slash political idiots. You can find it tonight is the first show there. But across the 30 platforms of um, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and all these others. I mean, there's so many names. I don't need these young kids today. I don't even know how they do it. There's so many social media platforms. It's it's crazy. But last night, we had 12,000, a little over 12,500 listeners and viewers over the entire amount of 30 platforms. Now, that's not very much, okay? I'll be honest with you. But after a two-year layoff of having 160,000 every single episode, I was pretty happy with that. You know what I mean? And and the people who are putting this together are, are extremely happy. now. The losers who are who are working with me, I got so many messages, and we're having people join right now. I got so many messages uh yesterday afternoon, late, last night, all the way through the morning, uh, into um this morning until about noon about people that could not see um somebody or could not see um an overlay part of the video. So we're working on that stuff. Hey, listen, this is our first little put together. And not everybody's going to watch on Facebook. Not everybody's going to watch on Twitter. Not everybody's going to watch on YouTube. But 30 different platforms, dude. Shut up. What? 30 platforms. People are listening and paying attention. And I hope that you are listening and paying attention tonight because this is very important. I um I'm gonna talk about some public school shit here later, but um here for the next few minutes, I, I've got a guest that's that's um joined me from southeast Missouri. His name is Josh Link. Now, Josh is a 17 year Apache, he, he's a former 17 year Apache fighter pilot. And I'm gonna screw all this shit up, but he's running. For state rep in Missouri. Now, there's a lot going on in Missouri if you're a Missouri listener that you need to pay attention to and what is actually going on. And I'm fixing to bring him in here in just a second, but uh, I'll tell you what, the guy has got a level head on his shoulders. Things have um, have certainly, you know, changed in Missouri, and they're starting to change quicker and faster We are actually held on to by a Republican majority in the Congress. We're held in a Republican majority in the Senate, and we also have a Republican governor who everybody knows who's paid attention to me for the last four years, three years, whatever, I cannot stand. However, with that being said, I'm going to bring in right now, everybody, I want you to give a round of applause for Josh...
1: (laughs) Link. Hey, buddy! They're clapping for you. How you hey, doing I'm tonight? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on, and congratulations on the new show. Excited to uh, see what you got coming up for us here in the near future.
0: Nah, well, I mean, it's probably gonna <laughs> suck. But anyway, probably. So. Uh, yeah, probably so. <laughs> anyway, hey, listen, you're running for um, you're running for state rep in in Missouri um, District One Fifty Two. So. Tell us about District 152, and then I'm gonna, and then I want you to tell why you decided to run in District 152.
1: Yeah, so District 152, uh, it's a very important district here in uh, Southeast Missouri. Um, You know, it's comprised of mainly Poplar Bluff and south down to about the Malden area. But Poplar Bluff, you know, is a uh, is the bigger uh, town in Southeast Missouri. Um, So we do get a lot of attention down here, um, and, you know, as you spoke to in your opening monologue, we have a Republican-led majority, uh, and we're starting to see some things kind of drift the other way, so uh, that's kind of why I'm running It's for two reasons. You know, uh, first, like we said, we're starting to slowly see things shift in a direction that uh, is making me uncomfortable, and I'm sure uh, a lot of other people, you know, I've never never had any aspirations to be a politician, and in fact, uh, if you talk to any of my family and friends, when they found out I was running, they laughed and said, you know, good luck, because I'm, I'm definitely not your politically correct, I'm not your, you know, average politician, um, but I, I've spent 20 years, you know, serving my country, my, my state, and my local community uh, in various, you know, forms and fashions, and it, it may sound cliche, but I'm tired of seeing what I've spent, uh, you know, my entire life defending slowly um, drifting its way into to something I'm not comfortable with. Uh, and, you know, the second reason, uh, quite simply put is I'm just tired of being taxed to death, to be honest with you.
0: Right. How in the, when you say that being taxed to death now, I know that in the state of Missouri um, this last year, the governor called a special session And I I can't believe that I'm even saying this, but the governor calls a special session and um, basically says, we're going to vote on raising the gas tax. 12.5 cents per gallon. Now, listen to me, everybody that's that's paying attention from Missouri. 12.5 cents per gallon per gallon, not per fill up, not per fill up on your vehicle. 12.5 12.5 cents per gallon over the next five years. Yeah. He calls a special session. He's got a Republican Congress, a Republican Senate. The bill passes unanimously. He he signs it in the middle of the night. And then all of a sudden, we're stuck with 12.5 cents, knowing, knowing, might I add, knowing that we obviously are already paying inflation on Biden. I mean, Trump predicted it when he was in the debates with Joe Biden. He said, what did he say in the debates? He said, your gas prices are going to go up. Inflation (laughs) is going to go up. Your stores are going to be empty. We're seeing all of that take place right now. How in the hell in the state of Missouri does a Republican from your district, vote yes on a 12.5 cent per gallon gas tax. It,
1: it, you know it, it's pretty unbelievable all the things that you just said that uh, that are, are transpiring. You know, uh, Republican Republican led House and Senate, and it didn't just pass; it passed by overwhelming majority. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, you know, as far as my opponent, yes, he, he voted yes for it. And I'll actually tell you a, a quick little story real quick, Josh. Who, what's the name of your opponent? Yeah, my, my opponent, Hardy Billington. Um, he he's been, uh, this will be, he's seeking his third term in office. Um, I met him on the courthouse steps about three, four months ago. And, um, I, I said, Hardy, I got to ask you, man, what, uh, and before I even got it out, he said, "Gas tax." I said, "Absolutely. Why? You know, why would you vote yes? What Republican is voting yes for a gas a tax increase of any kind?" And um, right. his answers were are a little bit shocking. And I'll and I'll tell you, this is the day that I decided that that I was running for state rep when he gave me this answer. Uh, you know, his first response was, well, it was tied to this bill and it was tied to that bill. And, you know, I knew it was going to pass anyway, whether I voted yes or no. So, you know, I wanted this other legislation to go through. So I voted yes, uh, just to get this other stuff to go, to go through, because I knew it was going to go through. And not only that, but he had he had the gall to tell me that, uh, as you know, from being uh, from southeast Missouri, we have the new I-57 corridor. Right. Um, that, that's going to be making its way through Poplar Bluff and on up uh, north, northeast. He said that MoDOT came to him and told him if he didn't vote yes for the gas tax that, you know, he wasn't going to get the funding he needed for the I-57 corridor that runs through his district. Oh, my. And I mean, I I was just floored when I heard that answer. That's unbelievable. He straight up told me that MoDOT extorted him basically uh, for, for a yes vote. And that, that's just unbelievable. I, I had kicked around, you know, running for office, a couple other positions and whatnot. But like I said, from that that night going forward, I just man, I couldn't stand it. Um, something's got to be done. It, it's just so. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh, wait. 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 Hold
0: on. Hold on. Let, let me. Let me. Let me get. Let me. Quick. <laughs> like I want to get this straight, so, so our audience can understand. You're telling me that this guy, that you know, this representative, Hardy Billington voted yes on a 12.5 cent per gallon gas tax. And he didn't even have to vote yes because he already knew it was going to pass by a majority. Is that that what you're saying? I mean, maybe I heard you wrong, but I mean, I mean, uh,
1: I, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what he said to me. I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, and my thing is, okay, nobody's against better roads and better bridges and things like that. I mean, that's that's the big argument I get, the pushback I'm getting on this anti gas tax thing. Nobody's against that stuff. Everybody wants better roads and bridges. That's what all politicians say when they're taxing you. There, there's a better way to do it. There, you can't uh, you can't tell me we're not being taxed enough as it is. We get taxed every time we turn around from sales tax, property taxes, debt tax, real estate tax. I mean, it's just never ending. We've got to spend it better. And I know that's, you know, I'm a a conservative broken record, but it's the truth. I mean, and and no one's doing anything about it as, you know, evidenced by this gas tax, you know, instead of. Well, how in the the world
0: real quick, how, how does he get past that? How does he get past of saying, okay, I, I, I um I literally am going to pass a tax or I'm going to vote to pass a tax that is going to affect every now this is the thing about the gas tax in the state of Missouri, right it if I, you correct me if I'm wrong Josh, um, this affects every single person in Missouri not just like the Democrats say we're going to tax the wealthy. this affects every person whether you are, broke is a joke you're a bum like the people who work for me and i got to get donations on this show to pay them uh or if if you're rich as hell you're telling me that this 12.5 cent per gallon gas tax, tax over the course of 5 years and this is there it's almost like the republicans in missouri are taking a uh page out of the democrats playbook in the 90s
1: roads and bridges All right It's it's incredible uh, for so many reasons, Um, but you know one thing that really sticks out in my mind is um, you know we've had four different instances of tax increases on the ballot in recent history, and District One Fifty Two has overwhelmingly struck them all. Actually, at five now that we uh, put the use tax on there uh, last November, but now we've had five in recent history, and and. You know, it's been struck down by overwhelming fashion every single time. So regardless of what your personal opinion is as a state representative, you're there to represent the people of your district. And knowing that alone, he should have voted no, in my opinion, regardless of his personal feelings. And and secondly, why was this not put to the people now that we mentioned it's been on the ballot? Right, (laughs) right. There you go not specifically, you know, the gas tax, but why, why would they run this through in the middle of the night in a special session? And why would this not go to the people to vote for? Because you know why they, you know, they why. If, no. they,
0: if they put it on the ballot, the damn thing would be shut down. Now, Josh, real quick. There, there was a, um, uh, a, a spe- uh, a, uh, I don't know what you would call it, a special vote or whatever, not too long ago on a, um, user tax hike in your district. And, Overwhel- from what the research that I've seen, overwhelmingly, your district shut it down. Like, hell no, we don't want to be taxed at all anymore. Can yeah. you explain a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Now, the use tax, to be fair, is a little different from a traditional tax. It's, uh, and, and we don't have time to really cover that in depth. But um, what you just said is absolutely true. If you say the word tax to the people of this district, and and heck, probably just about every district in the state of Missouri it's going to be wet, it's going to be met with an overwhelming no because the people have had enough of, of being taxed i mean like i said in, in the beginning there's plenty of it to go around it just needs to be spent better we need to get a you know a rein in on these special programs that we're running we need accountability that's the biggest thing is you know, we don't know where this gas tax money is even going. They can tell us it's going to roads and bridges, but we have no proof of that. We don't know. And, and sure. as you probably know, and I both know, it's not going to go. If they're going to find something else to earmark that money for, it'll probably never see roads and bridges. So, you know, there's plenty of tax money out there. We've got to spend it better. That's that's the plain and simple answer.
0: Okay. Well, we, we, we've we covered the tax issue. Obviously, nobody wants to be taxed anymore than what they already are inflation skyrocket gas prices are skyrocket on their own with joe biden we don't need republicans go ahead
1: and that's and that's the, the the next thing you know even if you thought the gas tax was a good thing of all times now you know when joe biden is taking office you know gas prices are going through the roof so even if you thought that the gas tax was a good idea of all times this is the absolute worst time to pass something like that so
0: i um, uh,
1: i don't understand
0: how do you pass a a tax like that and this is what people got to understand this is affecting families in your district josh that are barely getting by as it is
1: you know, families, families, businesses, especially small businesses, uh, these small trucking companies, farmers, you know, this is this is hitting everybody hard. This is, um, you know, it's 12 and a half cents over five years. That's a, that it, I've had some people sit down and do the math and say, well, it's really not that much money at the end of the year, but, but where does it end if you say yes to the gas tax? Because it's just a little bit of money through the year. Where does it end? Well, we'll let's increase this tax. Let's increase our school levies you know, where, where does it end? You know, the people have been taxed enough. It's enough. Sure. Uh, It's, it's just, we have enough burden on the people of this district right now that that that's the worst possible thing that could have passed to the worst possible time.
0: Right. Right. And I, and I, I don't even understand how in the world that even got passed without it ever going to the ballot, because when the, the tax issue is put on the ballot in the state of Missouri, it is overwhelmingly shut down by the, citizens of this state nation, I mean, excuse me, statewide. um, They were nervous about doing it, uh, and that's pathetic. Again, you're listening or watching political idiots right now on Facebook, Twitter, and 30 different um, platforms all across Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, so many I can't even mention, I forget. Tonight is the first night that our YouTube channel went live, so I'm excited about that. Um, We're building back the podcast. We're bringing it on the road. We're going to have some awesome material. We're spending the first hour with Josh Link here, who's running for state rep in District 152. Now, Josh, you were a 17-year Apache helicopter pilot. Um Explain to the people who are listening, and I'm gonna throw a, I'm gonna throw a graphic up here, and this is gonna be a complete cluster fuck. Um, but I'm gonna throw a graphic up here that shows this. Um Explain to us what's going on. Oh, your phone's ringing. I love it when that happens on the live show. Sorry about that. Thought I
1: had that off. <laughs> this is you, dude. Right here. This well- is you. That's me. Yep. Uh, left as Afghanistan, 2013 and 14. Uh, well, both pictures, both pictures are so, yeah. So
0: explain to us for all, everybody who's watching, what was your job in the military and, um, where did you go? Just, I know there's stuff you can't tell us. Um, but I want you to explain it kind of a little bit in detail of what you, what, what you did.
1: Yeah. So, uh, 17 years of service uh in the united states army between the national guard and active duty um not all 17 was an apache pilot i did that for about 10 years before that i actually started here with the local uh 205th mp battalion in poplar bluff missouri and i you know i served my first five six years enlisted uh there before i went to flight school and, and learned how to fly um you know, I didn't quite make the 20. The, they, they medically separated me at 17 years, so I do get my full retirement benefits at the end. Um, I am a disabled, uh, disabled veteran right now with a uh, VA rating, so that's, that's been a, a great help to the family. Um, I do miss my military service. I'll tell you, you know, flying Apaches is, was, was hands down the coolest experience of my life, and especially in Afghanistan. Um, saw some incredible things over there. Um, uh, and despite what a lot of people think, uh, there's some actual beautiful parts of Afghanistan.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I've heard that those opiate fields are
1: pretty beautiful. You? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I can't I'm just confirm kidding. or deny.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more about Josh link, just go to his website, www.joshlink for Again, that's www.joshlink for Missouri or Mo.com. You can donate there. You can be a part of his campaign. Um, Josh, I uh, I want to ask you a few more questions, if you don't mind. I know we got the time um, before we go to a commercial break here in about 15 or 20 minutes here. Something that's going on in a, around America. And I noticed the other day when I did some research on it that Missouri ranked 45th in the United States in teacher pay. Now, yep. I don't ever bring up my family in politics um but you were a you're a former teacher when you came out you know of the military your wife is a is a teacher yep so why do we rank so low 45th
1: yeah that's that's a great question and unfortunately i don't i don't have a good answer for you Uh, I wish I did. Um, And like you said, I can speak to this from personal experience. Um, I do have a teaching certificate. I have spent time in the classroom and it was one of the greatest jobs I ever had. Unfortunately, it just didn't pay enough for me. And, you know, uh, inflation going through the roof, the cost of goods just skyrocketing. I don't see how. You know, anybody lives as a teacher. uh, You know, as if they're single and they're and they're working off teacher pay alone, uh, because it's definitely not keeping up with the the rate of inflation and the cost of living. That's that's for sure. Um, Let me ask you this: Don't you see a correlation
0: between the twelve point five cents a gallon gas tax over the next five years in Missouri and men and women who are good teachers in the state of Missouri? They can't hardly afford to pay for rent or, or, or their house payment, their vehicle payment, much less go to the gas tank or the gas station, excuse me, fill up their car or their gas tank and spend an extra 12.5 cents on. Now, this this is what people got to understand. This is on top of the Biden inflation. This is not something that is added into. So you got the Biden inflation. And then you have the Missouri 12.5 cents per gallon gas tax voted by Republicans. And your opponent voted yes on it, even though he didn't have to. It was going to pass overwhelmingly, but he still voted yes, even knowing that. So help the teachers understand that are listening all across the country and in Missouri. What the hell?
1: Yeah. And it, 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 there is a correlation, you know, it all comes back to tax money and stuff like that. So um, I actually spoke with the collector's office here in Butler County today. And I was curious of uh, how much the levies are for our county that go to, you know, how much money we're paying in personal property taxes that go to our local school districts. Um, You know, if, if you're from Southeast Missouri, especially Butler County and Or Stoddard County or any of the surrounding counties, you look at your personal property taxes, you, you know, you've seen a ridiculous amount of your personal property taxes that are going towards your local school systems, which is a great thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we're giving too much money. But, you know, for instance, here, if you look around, if you look at the Popper Bluff School District, they have, you know, brand new campuses, beautiful schools, which is a great thing. Correct. Um, you know, nobody's going to argue against that. But when, you're, when your teachers are not getting the cost of living increases that they should to keep up with inflation, it makes the guy wonder, where, where is all this money going that we're paying in, in personal property taxes to? Th- that's
0: what I was just fixing to ask. Where is all this money going? Do you know?
1: I, I don't. Unfortunately, we don't. You know, that's up for our school boards to answer. Um, you know, that's why we have school board meetings monthly. I suggest that you attend. Uh, Your local school board board meetings and demand transparency, uh, because we're paying. Like I said, go look at your personal property taxes. It's all itemized. I I think I paid eight hundred dollars of personal property taxes this year, and over five hundred went to the local school district. Uh, You know that's per. And nobody
0: nobody knows where it's going.
1: It's it's not going to teacher pay. I can tell you that. (laughs) I can tell you that from experience, Um, and, and and it's a problem because as you know, I mean. That's probably one of the most important jobs you could have in molding the 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 minds of, you know, our future. Right. And we can't and schools will tell you, superintendents, principals will tell you, they can't keep good teachers, they can't hire new, they can't get new people into the profession because it just does not pay enough. And that's 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 just crazy to me that one of the most important jobs you can have in America. Uh, you know, when I started as a teacher, my first year, I made with a bachelor's degree and and credit towards a master's, I was making twenty nine thousand eight hundred dollars a year. Unbelievable! You can go oh, to Hobby man. Lobby right now; they're advertising eighteen dollars an hour and make more than my wife's making with a master's degree teaching children at our local school district. That's just unbelievable, and it's That's absolutely it, it, disgusting. It's, it's not and embarrassing.
0: Right. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's a. It's. I'm going to tell you something real quick. I mean, it's embarrassing for the state of Missouri, or any state, to where you can go to Hobby Lobby, which is a great company, okay? I I mean, I have not had any quarrels with them whatsoever, but they can go and make more money working an eight-hour shift than taking care of everybody's children, especially during this pandemic where teachers are, I mean, they're literally put in a stopgap because If, you know, half their class goes out with quote unquote symptoms or they test positive, the state of Missouri is taking away a lot of their COVID pay or, you know, I mean, some of them may not even be sick.
1: Some of the teachers may not um, even be
0: testing positive.
1: Yeah. uh, My wife is a great example. She was positive for COVID uh, again for the second time over uh, around November last year. And her school district now is not paying. For that quarantine time, so she right. sat at home and, and used up every bit of sick pay she had for to quarantine, and now she's stuck. She can't take another sick day the rest of the year, or or nothing. And and she actually ate some of that quarantine period, um, you know, not getting paid because it didn't cover the cold quarantine period. And that's just to me, that's unacceptable as well. If you're if you're if you're making them work, they need to be covered uh, when it comes to stuff that's like right. that. Uh, it, Again, it's just like anything else, though. I mean, a teachers, police officers, um, why would anybody take on the challenges of these careers and these professions when they can go to Hobby Lobby or in, uh, a multitude of other places and make almost just as much money and not have to put up with the stress of these jobs and parents and, you know, uh, just just the the public in general? It's just crazy. Sure. And, and good and, for you know good good for Hobby Lobby that they can afford to pay that much i'm not I, not I was
0: just to say hey, what the hell are we all doing why am i yeah, even I'm, on the damn uh radio why am i even on a podcast broadcast i mean i got yeah. to work at hobby lobby you I know mean, what i mean
1: smart. yeah they're, get, they're getting good employees They you know they get they're not understaffed they get people that are going to show up but you know other people need to take a lesson from that and uh, i'm going to tell continue. you i would
0: be the worst employee at hobby lobby Because I would spend all of my hours over... If you've ever been to Hobby Lobby, 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 Lobby. If you've ever been to Hobby Lobby and you've been to the like memorabilia section where the sports are at and hunting and fishing, I would just go get a chair somewhere over in the chair section. I would drag it over to that section. I'd sit down for eight hours. $20 an hour! And if I'm not mistaken, they're also, you know... Um, helping with insurance costs on some of these employees.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're getting benefits for all one. Oh,
0: my God. We're in the state of Missouri. You ought to be ashamed. Governor Parsons, you ought to be absolutely, absolutely ashamed on, on what you're doing in this state. You're not calling for raises for our teachers, which rank 45th in the United States. What you are doing is calling on Congress to raise taxes as a Republican, that's yeah. unheard of. It's unconstitutional and in the Missouri, and it's also non-conservative. I don't care how many endorsements you have. Governor Parsons knows that Adam Brassfield stands up for what's right, even if I got to stand alone. That's the reason why I'm on the screen by myself. I don't want Josh to say anything. Again, we're visiting with Josh Link tonight. <laughs> we're, we're visiting with Josh Link for the next few minutes. I got another guest that's going to be coming on here in the in the second hour. Um, you're watching live either on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, and or Twitch, or whatever the hell else they got. I don't know what these morons got me on right now, but there's 30 other platforms that are going on right now that people are listening to uh, via radio, either Spotify or Apple Podcast or Apple iTunes. All you got to do is type in political idiots and you're going to find us. So Josh real quick. There's something going on. That I really want to talk to you about, and that's your opponent. So unbeknownst to you, um, I did some research. And I want to ask you about this because in the state of Missouri, you got to file a quarterly, right? Uh, When you run for state or if you run for anything else, you got to file a quarterly Now, Some states are different, but in the state of Missouri, you got to file a quarterly. So, um, Mr. Uh, Billington fired. uh, He filed his quarterly, and I want to show this to you real quick because it's important that we really see exactly what he's doing here. So, if you're looking at the screen right now, you see uh, a little over ninety-five thousand, or excuse me, ninety-five thousand seven hundred dollars. But it said it says indebtedness, indebtedness. However you say it, I you know what I, I can't. I, I I'm not an English teacher, nor that's why I I really sucked up to my English teachers in high school. The dude is nearly a hundred thousand dollars in debt in this quarter. Josh, what in the world is he scared of?
1: Well, um, he's scared of a true conservative, you know, for one. Where is he, the money coming from? Do you know? I, I wish I could answer that for you. We, uh, could, we right, couldn't We could find it either. He's the only one that could answer that question. And, uh, you know, this is all public knowledge. Um, so, you know. They can go to what?
0: Great... What is it? www.mec.mo? Gov, I think. Or Mo, gov? gov.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's I believe it's
1: gov or .mo. Dot
0: mo. And they can go. Missouri
1: Ethics Commission.
0: Right, at the MEC. So yeah. I saw where he, ra- he, he raised in contributions $12,000-something dollars this last quarter. But what mm-hmm. I want to know is where $90,000 came from. And who exactly. is he debted to? I, I, de- I, I, de- de- I, I, I sound like a fucking idiot right now. In, de- in, in debt in, de- in debt I don't
1: in debt, care in
0: debt too in debt too yeah that's how we're gonna we're gonna pull it uh,
1: you know the, the best thing I could tell you is maybe invite him on the show and and see what he has to say oh invite he's definitely him. invited
0: I've, I've I've already I've already sent him i uh, I've already sent him an email he's more than welcome I actually want him to come on the show and I want him to explain why he voted the way he did I'll treat him fairly just like I'm treating you um, I'm gonna ask you a tough question right now where do you stand on abortion? Where do you stand on a second amendment? I want, I want you to be completely honest because the people of Missouri deserve the truth.
1: Yeah. Um, those are great questions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a conservative through and through, am pro-life. Um, I don't think that it, it's unbelievable to me that, uh, you know, Democrats can in any way, shape or form advocate for, for killing a baby. That's just, uh, that's unheard of. That's, that's crazy to me. Um, second amendment obviously um as a former apache pilot and you know retired military member i am uh, i'm about as pro 2a as as you're gonna find uh matter of fact we just uh, gave away a uh, ar-15 um from the campaign so that was that was fun um yeah uh I, this we're starting to see a shift when it comes to I, I think you brought it up in your in your monologue maybe it was the other night the night before last i don't remember but uh we're definitely under attack with the second amendment and uh it's scary to see what uh, biden and harris are going to try to come up with in the future that's why this uh this midterm Dude, we're just one year in yeah this is probably going to be the most important midterm of of my lifetime for sure yeah uh, uh, if, if for some some odd reason that they maintain control and and when the other house uh man, I, I I'm scared to see what's going to happen to our second amendment rights. Um, you know, first amendment rights for that matter, any of them, they, if it was up to them, we would just do away with the, the constitution bill of rights and all that.
0: Correct. But, all right. So, I mean, on, on, uh, CRT and, and the school board meetings, I'm going to yeah, have sure. something to say here in a little bit about school boards. So, and, and I don't want you on the program when I talk about it, cause <laughs> I'm probably going to say some things that would not make yeah. people happy, but, so where do you stand on that?
1: Yeah, critical race theory has uh, has no place in our, in our school systems. And, uh, you know, the fact that Governor Parsons hasn't um, totally just banned it and followed suit with many other strong conservative uh, governors and, and banned it from, you know, the school systems is a little shocking to me. Um, it's just it's divisive and it has no place. All it does is it uh, create more division and hate, and it, it has no place in our school systems.
0: Right. Well, um, you know, again, you can go and find out more about Josh at www.joshlinkformo.com or joshlinkformissouri.com. Um, you can donate there to his campaign. doesn't matter where you are in the United States, or you can send him a message. He'll answer everything that uh, that you have. Josh, real quick before we go to a break, tell us about your family.
1: Well, I am uh, I am married. I have a beautiful wife, Stephanie. Um, and between the both of us, we have five kids, um, ranging from almost 21 down to 11 years old now. Um, so we, we lead a very busy life. Uh, as you can see, they're pictured right behind me. Um, but great kids. Um, I, you know, they're Uh, Keep us busy. I'll just say that. Uh, But I I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Have the best family you could ask for.
2: Cool.
0: Hey, now listen, we're going to go again. We're fixing to go to a break in just a second. I swear to God, because I got to pee. But I want to say, I want to ask you this real quick. I heard um, through the grapevine that you started a conservative club (laughs) in your district because the, the, County GOP or some, they weren't doing how what? Just explain what's going on there, will you, real quick?
1: Yeah, so we have a you know, what we call a central committee in Butler County, which essentially you know runs um, the local GOP chapter around here. We endorse candidates, you know, things like that. Help help run campaigns or you know endorse and campaign for people, things like that. Um, I reached out to the <laughs> the central committee last year and tried to become a member um, they hadn't had a, a meeting in over a year at that point. Um, wow. I was able to, I was able to attend a meeting and uh, only four of us were there. Um, so didn't even have enough to hold a quorum to have a vote to introduce new members. And um, from that point on, I said, you know, uh, nothing's getting done. Nothing's getting done around here except things that shouldn't be getting done. And if we had a voice in Butler County, southeast missouri district 152 or anywhere maybe some of this stuff wouldn't be happening so um you know i got together with a uh, a group of my friends you know and uh we started our own club Uh, we call it the southeast missouri conservative club we meet uh during election years the third monday of every month at bread and butter at 6 p.m you can follow us on any of our social media we have Facebook, working on Twitter, and the rest of them right now. But find us on Facebook. That's where you'll get all of our information. Uh, we've already done some great things in it for the community in the few months that we've been um, stood up and uh, looking to go into this election year pretty strong. We, we talked last night, actually had our meeting. Uh, one thing I'd like to, to see is us take a trip up to St. Louis, and whoever's running against Corey Bush, uh, absolutely, get her, get her out of office so oh maybe trip, my take a trip God. up there and do some campaigning boy that's um,
0: another show right there
1: I'm yeah, telling you right now absolutely. that's another show but you know it, it, we've been around for three months now we've already got 15 to 20 members signed up and you know we've, we've had 10-15 active members showing up to every meeting so far so you know we're already doing some good things uh you can find us uh, next place will be at uh, the chili cook-off on february 26th at the black river coliseum we're gonna have a booth set up there so come see us uh and that's in uh, the city of popper bluff right popper bluff correct yeah got it uh we'll we'll be selling some uh, let's go brandon t-shirts some trump t-shirts um you know just uh republican t-shirts conservative t-shirts things like that so come see us uh if you're we don't just represent Butler County. We consist of Stoddard, Wayne, Ripley, Carter, all the surrounding counties. So if you you know live in any of those areas and you're conservative, and and you want your voice to be heard, reach out to me or find us on Facebook. We'd love to have you, uh, and really and really give Southeast Missouri a, a voice that it's missing right now. Well,
0: you know what, Josh? Uh, again, if you if you're listening or you're watching, you can and learn more about Josh. Again, he's a 17-year Apache helicopter fighter pilot. Um, he's running for state rep in Missouri in District 152. You can find him at www.joshlinkformo or joshlinkformissouri.com. Go donate $10, 15 $20 to him. Now listen, in all fairness, I would love to have his opponent on our show. I want to ask him why he voted for that 12 cents 5 gas tax per gallon. I want to know exactly everything that he has to say in rebuttal to Josh. I will treat him fairly on this show, just like I would treat anybody. Um, Josh, if you said anything to piss me off, I'd tell you that. You know that about me, and I, I sure know that about you. Um, it was awesome talking to you. Say hello to the wife and children for us. God bless you, and um, I hope you have a great night, Josh.
1: Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Uh, look forward to uh, upcoming episodes and hearing what you got to
0: say. Oh shit's gonna hit the fan on this. It's gonna <laughs> suck. All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care. You. God bless. Bye bye. All right, everybody. We're moving on. We're about to go to break here um, in just a few seconds. Um, you know, one of the things that that Josh just said is so important. Conservatives do not raise taxes. Where in the hell did we get that idea? I don't understand. We fought against that for. 30, 20, 5, 40 years? I don't know. Pathetic. It's all over the country. We're losing our minds. Republicans don't know how to fight like Democrats. We've become a bunch of pansies. I got a feeling that dude's going to make some noise in District 152 in Missouri. Uh, We're fixing to go to break real quick. On the other side of the break I got somebody special who's going to rev up the flames. If you're on Facebook right now, you probably want to share this. If you're on YouTube right now, you probably want to share this. Uh we're going to go to a 3 minute com- a little over 3 minute commercial. Um I got a piece so bad I can't even hardly breathe. On Twitter, you want to share this. Guess who's coming? Audra Johnson from Michigan. You know for a fact that there is nothing going to be held back in the next hour. You gotta be with us right here. What's stopping
2: you? Are you too tired? Didn't get enough sleep? Don't have enough energy? Don't have enough time? Is that what's stopping you right now? Don't have enough money? Is that the thing? Or is the thing that's stopping you, you? Excuses sound best to the person that's making them up. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get off the pity potty. Telling everybody your sad and sob stories, trying to get people to show up to your pity potties and your pity parades. If you ever see me in a Rolls Royce, a six or seven star hotel, living my life to the fullest, don't get jealous of me. Because I work my ass off to get it. Nobody handed me nothing. Wake your ass up. Awaken the beast inside. It's game on. It's go season. It's time for you to take advantage of the access and the resources that you have in your country and your community. You got a problem with your life. You got a problem with your environment. Do something about it if you want it go get it recognize the excuses are not valid they're conjured up they're fabricated they're lies and how do you stop the lies you stop the lies with the truth And the truth is you have time you have the skill you have the knowledge and the support and the willpower and the discipline to get it done
1: the fruit of
2: everything good in life begins with a challenge. Everything is a
1: pill that's on.
2: and this—it's not going to come to you, and it's not going to fall in your lap, and it's not going to be something that oh my God, I, it just was so simple. It's always going to be difficult. If you want it, you've got to go.
1: This is your chance. This is your shot. This is your moment. This is your time. This is your place. This is your opportunity. This is my time.
2: This is my moment. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Ain't no such thing as tomorrow. We only got today. It's your dream. If you wanted to have it, lift your butt up and make it happen. If you wanted to have it, rise and grind. You still got work to do. Stay on that basketball court. Stay on that football field. It's grind season homie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Whew, I barely made it to the microphone. My God. Had to tangle. One of them things, you know what I mean? Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, We're having a great time um, right here on Political Idiots. I'm waiting on my next guest to uh, come aboard. I uh, just sent her the link. The guys are looking at me like I'm nuts. Um, Audra says she needs a link. So if you are 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 watching right now, Audra, I sent. There she is. All right, I'm fixing to bring her in here. There she is. Hey, <laughs> there's Audra Johnson. What are you doing, girl? Audra MRF Johnson.
3: Um, I just ran around the house because I totally realized I was supposed to be on with you and I was laying on my butt for once in my life. So, but I'm here now.
0: <laughs> you are here. It looks like, um, I'm here. You threw on a great hat. What the hell's going on in
3: Michigan? What's going on in Michigan? What's always yeah. gone in Michigan, except for now we're just realizing it and. Calling the rhinos out. You know,
0: one of the things that's driving me crazy is I see all these people in Michigan that are, there's a cord in front of your camera.
3: I know. know. Look, I'm a hot mess.
0: Trust me, this show sucks. Everybody understands. It doesn't matter. We're live um, on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook.
3: Do what now? I had to adjust my light because I felt like I was dying. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I feel like that every day. Um, so I want to ask you why everybody in Michigan is after the coveted Trump endorsement that's running for state office. Can you explain that?
3: I mean, it's it used to be like a huge honor, right? Like when when I first started my congressional race, like that was one of the things I like made sure we focused on. Um, the problem is, is now we're seeing that. Not Trump himself. We have to make that very, very, very clear, right? We're not saying Trump is corrupt. What we're saying is the people that get the list of people who should be endorsed to Trump is very, very corrupt. So what they're doing is they're taking a highly coveted endorsement and they're de minimizing the value of it now because now we know, right? We know people are doing favors and paying to get on this list. Right. So it already destroys the whole well actually it encourages the democrats narrative of you know the trump endorsement
0: well i guess what i'm i you know i for for everybody who doesn't know i recruited audra to run for united states congress um a year ago and yeah. um i didn't know what i was I didn't know what I was getting into. Oh, poor uh, man. Yeah. You know, I, at, right now I'm thinking to myself, it's a miracle that I'm not snorting cocaine or best friends with John Clore. I don't know how that happens, but anyway. Um, no, seriously. Hey, hey, get that off the screen. Hey, uh, stop it. Stop it. Get it off right now. I can't handle that shit. Wait,
3: but that's but, not evidence. That's not evidence. No, that's not.
0: I don't, it's, that's not, not it's not evidence. We cannot show. That's not a receipt for anything.
3: Okay, can I just say right now, before we get into anything else, I'm no. so tired of people like, listen, even in a court of law, <laughs> breadcrumbs, y'all follow the breadcrumbs, right? You have to build a case. You Somebody's not going to come out with a written statement. Well, I guess maybe if they're honest people, they would, but nobody's going to come out with a written statement saying, I'm Ashawn Maddock. I'm charging thirty thousand dollars for Trump endorsements. Y'all are what crazy. What is deal? I don't. I
0: I have for the life of me. I I think the woman literally has. I don't know what kind of agenda she's got. It's very it's, frustrating. But she's got I, the I, I'm Queen Bee syndrome. The Queen Bee syndrome.
3: Yes. Come on.
0: Well, no, no, you're not a man. Yeah. No, I'm not a male, and I'm not going to say that. I mean, but, you're not
3: a woman. You are a man. <laughs>
0: I am a male. Yeah. See, you don't got me fucked up. This is what happens when I started with you. You got this backwards. Everything went backwards. Yeah. I am a male. You are a female.
3: I'm going to take credit for releasing the beast on Michigan because you, you at first were like, no, 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 Audra, we have to obey by certain things. And I'm like, burn it down, Adam.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know the the funny thing about it is I would come back to a free state and I would I would you know be like hey politics are the same it doesn't matter where you're at what you're doing I've been doing this 20 years almost 20 years and I come to Michigan and every time I would come my brain would get literally fried for 7 uh-huh. days that there's so much corruption corruption inside of Michigan and listen Audra it's not it's the Democrats oh yeah and it's it it's it, it's it's Gretchen right but it's yeah. also the GOP right right they, uh, seriously yeah. they I cannot make this up the Michigan Republican Party is siding with violent felons who cannot even vote carry a firearm. One's got a news shithole organization. The other one is the secretary for the Hillsdale County Republicans. I swear to God, this is the
3: truth. Neither one of them can vote.
0: How
2: well, is then, them?
3: This is what I'm talking about, about breadcrumbs, right? People are, they're so blinded to this concept that it's, It when Trump said drain the swamp, he meant to drain the swamp on both sides, right? Right, we see there's rhinos, people call you know Republicans rhinos for a reason, but for some reason they have just got these blinders on and they want to believe that we are like you know, we're we're above corruption, not the Republican Party. And if you are a Republican like me, like you, like you know, Melissa and Logic and CJ. Don't you dare point out the corruption in the Republican Party because then you're a traitor. Don't do it. But as soon as the Democrats do it, let's all attack them. I think we have enough Republicans attacking the Democrats. Let's look at the corruption in our own party because we don't get rid of it across the board. There's not going to be a future for this state or for the country.
0: You know, I made a post not too long ago. It said, you know, if you're sick of looking at mice shit, you've got to get rid of the mice. I mean, there's no other way. Right. And so, you know, you have these people inside the MIGOB that are trying to determine, and they're doing this with a thought process in mind. It's not, it's not, don't think for one second, it's uncalculated people. Right. If you're in Michigan, it is calculated. If anybody knows that, that's you and me. Yep. Now, I mean, I'm serious because it is calculated. Everything that's going on inside the MIGOP, from Ron Weiser to Mashaun Maddock, all the way down uh, to Stu Foster. Don't get me started. Right. I'm telling you, everything is calculated on what they're doing in their agenda. I guess the people that are listening to the program, Audra, you're the Mega Bride. You're known for that all over the United States. I mean, Trump and Melania wrote you a personal letter on your wedding day to your husband, three. Jeff.
3: Actually, I got three separate letters from yeah, three separate <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: letters, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. and, and husband, an autographed picture is, of me and my yeah.
1: husband.
0: Your husband, well, Jeff, had- is a former Marine, a former yeah. Army officer, one of very few that served in two different uh, services of our military, and we're indebted to him. And you have been fighting so hard as an advocate in Michigan. When we started recruiting you I mean I was watching videos, I was seeing pictures and I was like, okay, that girl right there, she has a a rally cry. She has a fight in her. I right. want to go after her. Then we right. got to Michigan and I was like, I don't know, she's good. I want to bring her to Missouri. Michigan, you're <laughs> fucked. Right.
3: Well, and that essentially is the problem. So if you are a true fighter, The swamp, the establishment of Michigan in GOP, in the Republican Democrat Party, they're they're going to come for you. And here's why. I'm a fighter. I stand for God, country, constitution. Right. Right. So they can't corrupt me they can't bribe me with money they can't bribe me with position because honestly i don't care about any of those things and what the sad truth and reality is is in michigan if Michonne and her cronies can't control you they will try to destroy you pay attention i'm telling you michiganders pay attention to who is recently getting these trump endorsements you can track it out. There's a couple of um, simulators, similarities, right? Like, so right. either Ben Wetmer, I believe how you say his last name, either yeah, he's Wettmer. running their campaign, yeah, he's either, right, right, Michonne Maddock, or I'm sorry, yeah. Matt Maddock, and their pack right. have donated right. to these candidates. We've seen also the candidates donating money to these packs, which I believe we found like what 30 of them now. Yeah, there's so
0: many packs you just <laughs> There's lose, so many. Lose. Yeah.
3: Follow the money, but you've got to be willing to, when the evidence is there, you have to be willing to accept it. Um, we were talking about John Clore the other day. Now, don't get me wrong, I am a huge Second Amendment girl, right. but do I think violent offenders should have? guns absolutely not Correct. so i believe it was what a different patriot had posted about it and somebody was like share the proof so she shared the proof she's like here's the his court records here's his arrest record what he's been charged what he's been convicted of Mm -hmm. and somebody was like that's not proof oh my god yeah yeah i literally i was gonna respond but i'm like "Mm." If you can't see what is on this court record, not only was he charged with domestic assault, but he was told to stay away from this woman that he assaulted and went back, yeah, and went back to bother her or harass her, and the police were looking for her. That's what it means when he offended a PPO, like and these people are just like, no, 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 no. Nope. And you are
0: you, Audrey, you're you're a victim of domestic assault.
3: Right. Right. I I'm, a a I'm not, I'm, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, you, you get it. I get but it. So, but what I'm getting at is that had to be like, what? Because it's
3: a total slap in the face. It's yeah, a total if there's slap. One thing
0: I know about Audra Johnson. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, or you're on the 30 different platforms of, you know, live stream from Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Google play. We're speaking with Audra Johnson. Um, She's the former U S congressional candidate in district three in Michigan against Peter Meyer. She's got a beautiful um, family and she's got a beautiful political future. And I am really, if you're a Michigander and you're not a conservative, I would be scared of her. Um, (laughs) No, no, no. <laughs> if
3: you call yourself a conservative and you're yeah. not acting like that's a conservative, you should even more that, scared.
0: <laughs> that's even worse. Let me tell you something real quick before I go into this next question, Audra. You know, I've been on <laughs> I've been on several campaigns in my life. And one of the things that, that I just absolutely Audra is so loyal to her beliefs <laughs> that she will not fly. If she's gotta wear a fucking mask. So I had to ride in a vehicle, actually drive all over the country. You did. To the border through yeah. tornadoes, through tornadoes coming from yeah. Del Rio. Right? I thought I was gonna die. Yep. Yeah, we thought we all thought we was gonna die. Then we went through went to Florida and then we came back through. You know, Alabama, Mississippi, this girl's campaigning all over the country. People yeah. are, are sending her money and support from all over the country. And I'm the one that was having to sit in a vehicle thinking the whole time, God bless. If I could just get on an airplane.
3: <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask, Adam.
0: <laughs> She's not wearing a mask. I can tell you that.
3: I drove to D.C. 10 hours each way twice in one week because I'm like, I'm not getting
0: on. That. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So here's here's what I want to ask you real quick. And, and this is something that's very important. So I am I am hearing from from my friends in Florida. Right. That a bunch of Michiganders are leaving michigan and they're moving to florida they're moving to texas austin yep yep so the state is being depleted of good people actually some of them are are liberals but a lot of good conservatives are leaving the state audra because they feel like there's no hope what do you say to those people what do you say to those people
3: i mean i can understand it if we look at the um lines the redistricting that was just um was just drawn, conservatives have very little to none uh, chance of winning some of these congressional seats. Um, We're in a lot of trouble right now. I know the Republican party, their official statement will be red wave, um, but I need to call attention for my Michiganders to 2018 where they guaranteed you that red wave too, where we got Nestle, Whitmer and, um, you know, the entire regime of Um, we are in a lot of problems in Michigan. I know, even though how dedicated I am to Michigan, um, me and my husband even considered like, man, should we get out now? Should we run now <laughs> while well, we can? Um, people are fleeing. We lost two congressional seats because we did lose a huge population of our Michiganders. And we're in some serious trouble now. And again, I go back to what we're seeing. The establishment, they're smart people. They're not stupid people. So, what they are doing is they're flaunting um, candidates like John Rocha, like Angela Riggis. They're flaunting them in your face, and you're supposed to accept that they're patriots. I think John Rocha even made a statement like, The establishment's going to run an um, a establishment rhino candidate against me. I need you guys to understand we have created a problem in our country because we expect politicians to act a certain way. But what we're seeing is they're not, you might get the polished politician, right? You're gonna get the polished politician, but he's right. gonna lie to you, he's gonna steal to you, and he's going to cheat you. John Rocha has already done all three of those things. He has lied to you, he told you um, he's been working, he takes care of his three kids, um, he's a business owner. By his own admission, he has been on unemployment. So while you're working your butt off through the COVID uh, pandemic, because he claims he's overqualified, personally, if my children needed to be fed, I'd be working at Burger King if I had to. He's told you um, he's working, he hasn't, he's been on unemployment. He's told you, um, you know, I didn't take any money after under the table. And then when push comes to shove, he has to admit, yep, I've been taking tens of thousands of dollars. If these people are going to lie to you now, if they're going to take dirty money now, once they get into that seat, they will not be responsible for holding of your constitutional rights, but they're going to be held to whoever's paid for them to get in there. We know Michonne wants her husband in as Speaker of the House, and she's going to stack it however she can, and shame on those candidates that claim to be constitutional patriots that take her money and will do her bidding
0: absolutely I you know that's incredible if you're listening to Michigan right now you're tuning into Facebook and you're watching this please share it to your profile go to YouTube um, YouTube forward slash political idiots you'll find us there share the YouTube file if you're on Twitter the same thing um, actually it's under at Adam Brasfield Audra I want to mention I want to talk about something you just said about Rosha everybody knows that you know I I got involved with Rosha in the very beginning. I'm and, sorry. Um, no, I'm not going to. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> That's it's that, my that, fault. I wasn't to, no, it's not. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that I noticed about him the other day, I was looking at his filings in the state because I don't know if you heard Audra, but the podcast, Political Idiots, and all 35 platforms are coming to Michigan this spring and summer. And so we're going to be talking to people on the ground. We're going to be talking. Obviously you're going to be taking us everywhere and you're going to be doing your thing too. We don't want to talk about that yet. Okay. But let's talk about Ro. Yeah. Keep that a secret right now. Rocha. I think that dude has filed for more offices in the state of Michigan. And I'm not going to say another person's name because I don't want to be offensive, but my God, he started off running against he started off running against Fred Upton for United States House. Right. Then he filed in Portage, Missouri in District 87 or M- Michigan.
3: Michigan.
0: Yeah, Michigan and Missouri have the same first letter. Uh <laughs> my excuse, <not> and <laughs> I'm sticking to it. He fi- he's, and he still filed in 87, by the way. He has not moved. Now, this is what's crazy to me. The people that are saying, oh, Rocha's is the candidate. He's got Donald J. Trump's endorsement. The dude has went from District 6, United States House against Fred Upton Jr. to yep. District 87, where he filed for state rep, to now he's in District 78. Right. None of those endorsements followed him to that point. And this is what's crazy, Audra. You know, if you run in, in the in the state of Michigan, your voter registration has to be transferred to the district that you're running in. Rocha right. has never voted in that district. He's never paid right. a cent in taxes in that right. district.
3: Because he's carpetbagging. He, what carpet are people in Michigan
0: supposed to do then?
3: I'm, I'm not, I'm not, lying. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, I guess. He's carpetbagging. Um, so the people in Michigan have to be willing to do their own research because if I tell them and you tell them, the establishment's going to tell them, No, 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 they're extremists, they're liars. They're, I mean, oh, I'm jealous of something. Yes, okay, I'm jealous of John Rocha. Nobody oh. is. <laughs> Um, Honestly, it is only going to come down to the fact that the Michigan voters are not willing to open their eyes and realize that it is their own party that is going to be the demise of this state in this route. I mean, yes, of course, the Democrats are just crazy. We already know that. Right. But until we can acknowledge and try to stop some of this corruption in Michigan, We are going to have the same cycle over and over and over again. Lee Chatfield is going down for his corruption that I have found out people have known about for years, but they didn't want to take down a Republican. It has got to be a point where we come down to it and say, listen, this is wrong no matter what wing of the bird it comes from. Wake up, Michigan. We have very, very little time, very, very little time.
0: Let me ask you this question real quick. Do you think if two two things, now, I'm going to put you on the spot right here, okay? Oh, gonna, no. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun right here. Here we go. This, I'm going Alex Trebek. All right, here we ah. go. All right. <laughs> so here's the thing. Do you think if Donald, President Trump, knew what was going on with Rocha and Ted Nugent really knew what was going on with Rocha, that they would endorse him right now as we stand right here?
3: Right. Absolutely not. We saw ourselves the just absolutely disgusting corruption. I mean, even with the Ted Nugent deal, if you guys don't know, by now this summer, we had gone through so much with John Rocha and we kept our mouth shut because we didn't want to burn it down, quote unquote. Ted Nugent was on board with my campaign and Rocha and Ken Crow and Angela Riggis came in behind our backs and decided they were going to side with the establishment. And in order to get the establishment's support, they decided they had to turn uh, Ted Nugent on me. Now to be fair, Ted Nugent has neither endorsed me or Tom Norton as far as I know. Um, But it just shows the corruption, right? It shows that like, wait a minute, Rosha, I'm on your side, man. I I've done absolutely everything possible. I can, to help that man and he's willing to stab me in the back for a little bit of clout for somebody's endorsement for um you know and we've seen this this is a pattern this is not just me this is not just Adam this is Melissa this is logic this is right. CJ i mean you this is Melissa, a pattern. You're talking about
0: Melissa carone uh, Caron. um Melissa
3: Carone.
0: and Mel Mel Mel, Mel you're right yeah, i call i call her mm mm M- 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 M-
3: it's a pattern And once you establish this pattern, once you follow the breadcrumbs, you realize this isn't just an Audra thing. Audra's not crazy. Adam's not just crazy. This is a pattern. It's not about what's right. It's not about having good people stand up for the Constitution. It's about the power that John Rocha can get and that little corrupt group. I mean, it's almost like disgusting. You can see the little group forming. I'm sorry, I won't stand by that. Win an election or not, I won't stand by that happens. You know, one thing that I
0: really have throughout this whole entire time um, that we have worked together, one of the greatest things about Audra Johnson, if you're if you're watching right now um, live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, or under the 35 other platforms that you're listening to, including Spotify at Political Idiots, one of the things that I have grown to really appreciate about Audra is she is loyal to a default in other words um what it, when she says she believes in it unless you cut her throat she's going to go down dying for that she's been arrested right. multiple times right we're going to the I, I mean hell i'm i'm you know what i mean i recruited her and knew this okay yep. all right yep. so but she fights for every single amendment in in the bill of rights every single constitutional amendment this woman has always stood up for and for the life of me, I can't understand why Michigan Patriots can't ah, just get up and come around it because anytime I post anything about Rocha, I got text messages. Yeah. Ben Whitmore, I got text messages. Me and him. Me and him. Not me and not him in a third party. Me and him. Okay? Right. I got messages from everybody. I got people calling me or messaging me on a daily basis. I've got so much shit on Michigan politicians right now. you know this, Audra, I've begged them to subpoena me to the House and Senate Oversight Committee, and I would come without an attorney.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think people forget everything I've done for this state, right? They just go, oh, she's crazy. But I'm like, like you said, I'm loyal to a fault. Like there's times I should have spoken up and I haven't, and I've apologized for that. But Like, if I'm to the point where I'm speaking up and saying we've got to fix something, you got to understand this is a problem. Like, I got married in a MAGA dress. Like, it was my reception dress. Like, I'm MAGA all the way. I'm the MAGA bride. If I'm standing up and saying something's wrong with these Trump endorsements, I feel like that at least, like, credits somebody to say, like, maybe we should look at this. But they don't. They just refuse to see what's right in front of them.
0: You know, what's so funny um, in politics. And again, I, I've, I've just been on the inside of it for just over 18 years. I started off being a speech writer and I, and one of the, I said this last night on the show, I said, you know, the guy who taught me everything I know about politics, he always told me, he said, listen, doesn't matter if there's a D or an R in front of their name, they all are on the same team, same team. So They're going to go out. They'll go on Christmas Day. They'll go to a debate with one another and call each other's mother every name of the book. And after that, they'll end up at the same bar. They'll end up at the same strip club. They'll end up at the same. It doesn't matter. They're all on the same team. I literally was in Washington, D.C. And I I shared this last night. I literally saw Bernie Sanders having dinner at one of the most famous restaurants in D.C. with one of the most conservative senators in the Republican Party, yeah, they're all yeah. fighting. See, I could not sit down at, at dinner right now with John Rosha. I, there's no way in hell I'm going to sit across the table from no. a Sean Maddox unless I'm
3: testifying against her. Right. Like, there's a lot of people that hate me personally. That's fine. You can hate me personally. But when you start to lie to the people of Michigan, when you start to stomp on their constitutional rights, that's the point where I don't want nothing to do with you. And we've seen this time and time again. I need to keep reminding the people of Michigan, we have had a majority in the Senate and the House for years now, pretty much since I started in politics was so much almost a decade ago. We've held the majority. If we have held the majority, why on earth is this happening to us in Michigan? And as you said, it's because it's not about the people. It's about the power. We have had conversations with Republican Senators, um, House or Representatives, where they've literally said, we can't stand up and do what we want. You want us to do and protect your constitutional rights because we'll lose our spot on a committee or a board or, you know, that's a little controversial. And it's like, that's your damn job. That's your job to protect my rights. And they're not doing it. None of them are doing it. We lost like 40 percent of our small businesses in Michigan because the Republicans did nothing. And then when people like me go to the the Lansing building and say, we demand you say no to this and get tossed out unconstitutionally. Well, Chatfield threw us in jail, you know, like the Republicans in Michigan in not all of them, but a majority of them that are in any sort of power or seat. They don't want you to have power. They want to retain power.
0: Where does the militia stand right now, Audrey? I I know the the state of Michigan, if there's anybody that can answer this question, you can. (laughs) And I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But I mean, you know, Michigan is the largest militia state in the United States. Everybody knows that. Okay. So we found out that the FBI, you know, they did some crazy crap.
3: I called them. Yeah,
0: they got (laughs) caught. Yeah.
3: That was one of the arguments we had when I ran. You're like, yeah. no. And I'm like, I ain't backing down from the
0: militia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> I had to pull over to the gas station and go to the bathroom and really just stick my head in the toilet and just flush it. Um, but <laughs> where is the militia stand at right now in Michigan? Where where are they? Are they disbanded a little bit? Are they, are yeah. they to- back together? How is that? And the reason I asked that is because when I spoke last night about this Second Amendment event that took place in Macomb Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, over 70 percent of the vendors didn't even show up. I had a guy that was inside. Um, There were there were so many tables that were empty. The crowd was low. Half the speakers didn't show up because of what they were trying to pull. Right. On the on the Michigan um, law abiding citizens and the militias, where do they, where does the militia stand out in Michigan? Speak to that. If you can, if you can't I understand.
3: So, no, I mean, so, you know, and everybody that knows me, know, I absolutely hundred percent refuse to back down of my support of the militia. I'm known as commander honey badger to all the militias in Michigan. Um, so what we saw, and this is exactly what they wanted Um, we saw them bump up the rhetoric against the militia. Um, we saw the FBI come in and create some sort of like crazy story about how the militias were planning to kidnap Whitmer. I came out and was like, this doesn't sound right. Don't be so quick to condemn these people, at least not all of them. Um, which then again is used against me, but I don't care. I'll support the militia until the day I die. But what we saw was the plan worked. We saw militias that were at one point very public um, that, I mean, we did a lot of community service too, which is really sad because they've had to back off of that because they don't wanna be out in the public anymore. I mean, we were feeding the homeless, cleaning up after the flood. Um, It's just crazy. People don't understand what it entails, but we saw them become afraid of what would happen if they continued to be in the spotlight. I do know there are some militias that have completely disbanded. Um, The few that are left, they've issued stand-down orders for their members. Um, I'm not officially part of a single militia right now because I refuse to believe that that is the correct course. I believe, and I know, we're not hiding anything, so I believe we should be out more in the public than hiding behind walls. But they're upset. Mm. Um, I know I can say individually. Uh, people are done. They're done. And it's getting scary to a point that um, the American people aren't going to be able to take the constitutional rights being ripped away from them that their ancestors fought for.
0: Is that the reason why we see the mass exodus from Michigan down to Florida so. and Texas? Because they're just, they just have had enough.
3: They've had enough. Um, I mean, uh, you know, Brandon's administration just issued a special task force. We might as well call it the Gestapo where mm. they're going to start coming after people that speak out against the government. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know what history books you've read, but our country was literally founded on people speaking out against the government. So it's getting to the point where people are like, literally, I've had people call me and say like, Hey, I'm moving to a free state. You coming with me? <laughs> Right. They're running to Texas, Arizona, Florida, especially people are just running right now. Um, and I have a feeling like it's going to get worse and I get called a warmonger when I say that, but, um, there's actually a couple of uh, universities just came out with studies saying that they agree with me. So yeah, I'm not you know, you anymore.
0: <laughs> real quick. And I'm going to last, I'm going to ask you this, um, last question here and then I'm going to let you go so that I can end the show. Cause I'm tired and this show sucks. Um, so what's <laughs> well, um, you too, Adam? Yeah, I mean this show. I mean the I my, it's just me. Picks? It's me. Anybody else hosting it would be it it would be huge. Me, <laughs> it's this terrible. Adam,
3: he's what? got Chubby Yeah, Chubby next
0: Thank you, Tom Norton. <laughs> I Appreciate you. I got all Tom Norton's dick pics, by the way. I I, I just uh, want to pull uh, that out uh,
3: No. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I want to
0: ask you this, this question real quick. Um if something happens in Michigan in in 2022, and I, I just had this conversation with a candidate um, before I went live on air this afternoon. One of the things that most of these candidates who have this Trump endorsement, quote unquote, number one, as of today, as of right now, and it is 118-22, um, none of these candidates that have these written endorsements from Trump has spoken to the former president himself that's number one that's number one yep number two is if you are a candidate
3: Matt DiPerno we we have to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Matt DiPerno got his drugs he did it the right um, way he did it the right way way. and I'll tell you
0: um and and I also know that um there was another candidate that did it the right way but I'm talking about Rosha Regas Detmer um
3: but there's you like know,
0: thirty of them at the yeah, now, point. Yeah, Regis, Detmer,
3: Coleman, Jack Coleman. They're, they're not even all out. In, I house mean,
0: it's like watching. many. But anyway, here's what I'm saying: the idiots have not spoken to Trump. Okay, yeah. not even on the phone.
3: Yeah.
0: No. All right. They 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 flaunt around and take pictures of themselves receiving PAC money. Yeah. But here's what I, here's here's where I'm getting at, real quick. They've never talked to him. They they have put their entire campaign on the line, being endorsed by somebody they've never spoke to. And when that voter, when a voter walks into the, and I want every candidate to listen to what I'm saying right now. This is so important. Out of the whole podcast tonight broadcast, if you're listening and you're a candidate and you're running, and you are literally sloving at the mouth to have an endorsement from a president that I absolutely respect. And he is my president. I love him to death.
3: Trump daddy.
0: <laughs> but listen, he's not on the ballot in 22. No. When you walk into, as a voter, you walk into that box to make your vote in 2022, you will not see Donald J. Trump on that ballot you will probably see him in 24 on that ballot that endorsement may me more then than it does now but as a political analyst and i'm looking at the whole thing i'm telling people that are running for office right now donald trump's name is not on that ballot in 22 right right it's you it's it's you as the candidate it's yep. you what you've done for your com- your your community your constituency the people right. that are going to vote for you his name's not going to be there, right? There's and gonna actually, seven hundred Republican governors that are running for office in Michigan, but Donald okay. Trump's name is not going to be on that ballot. Audra, you, no. what do you say to that? As my well, last, question?
3: I mean, I say to that: there's people like me and Melissa Carone who pretty much had Trump's endorsement in the bag by our own, like, doing by our own activities, by going out, doing what's right, fighting for them. There, me and Melissa had promised um Trump endorsements, right? Trump was like, when you run, I will endorse you. You're great. And we knew, um, there was actually a discussion I had with you, Adam, and I had with um Melissa Carone. It was like, okay, so here's what's gonna happen. If I come out and I tell the truth to the public, Michonne's gonna do everything she can to make sure that Trump doesn't give me my endorsement. For all I know, she could have told Trump I was an Antifa member by now. Um you need to pay attention to the people that are like, I'm going to put the people first. You need to pay attention to the people that are not about the money. They're not about the status. They're not about the corruption. That's right. And honestly, we're going to be the non traditional candidate. We're going to be the people that say, hey, I might swear a lot, but guess what? When I say to F off, you probably should uh, be paying attention to who I'm telling to F off. Right. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean,
0: what you said, Audra, is so important. I mean, you gotta pay attention. That's one thing that I've always respected about you is that you've always been about the people. Yeah. And even the times, you know, on the campaign trail for US Congress, that you know, we were we were lit, we would but people you don't even know. <laughs> we we would Literally butt heads, but you know what? We would we always come...
3: cry together too. Yeah, we cried together. Me. We've
0: done it all. I, I, I actually... hey, quit telling people I cry.
3: He did. It was so I'm cute. I right. was crying because just I was like, I just it. want to
0: save my country, and no, then he's crying. Nobody believe what anything she's saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that you made the politicians. If you were running anywhere else in the country other than Michigan, you would be running for governor right now. Right because of how much you care about the people in your constituency. Right. You never let anything else come in between you and them. You would talk to them every day on your phone. You would talk to them on Facebook. You would, you would take their, I mean, we would be sitting down at dinner and you'd be taking a phone call from people that I'm like, who the, you know, who is this again? What are we, what are we even, what are we doing? Why are they calling the campaign line? Why are they doing, but you would always make the time. And I think that's where candidates forget Yes, that's why I like candidates like you. I like candidates like Melissa Carone. I like candidates like Michael Shalal. I love candidates that are that you know Christina Bar- Christine Barnes. People that are going to you know put their hands. In- listen, Audra. They're going to put their hands in the gap and go. Wait See, a minute. Okay, this now this is listen. Where we,
3: where we fight
0: because I'm okay, Gina Johnson. On, I know that's fine. You can be all you want to, but See, here's we can what I'm saying. We can. I still love you. I still but love you. the people have got to have the voice, right? Right. If the people right. aren't speaking and the endorsers are the only ones speaking, then actually the people have lost their voice.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's just
0: basic math, right? Am I wrong? Right.
3: I mean... When Ted Nugent was like, it, you know, the the greatest like compliment I've ever received from any of the people that we're looking to endorse, even Trump, when Ted Nugent told Ken Crow and Tom Norton when they were trying to talk shit about me and he was like, it sounds like Audra has got right. bigger balls than any man in Michigan. I was like, i I got take the text message on my phone. Yeah, I'll take that. Like if you, yeah. you know, if you want to listen to them and say I'm extreme, but as long as you remember that I was the one that stood in between the police and a business owner when they were trying to unconstitutionally arrest her. I'll take that. Right? right. We have to take little victories and we have to start understanding. It takes all of us to stand. We can't talk about standing like Rocha does. Right. Um, We actually have to take the stand. I've been in jail twice. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so that was the worst place I've ever seen in camera. I mean, God bless, Adam. What did you just do? Um, yeah, that's funny. You know, the, the cool thing about Michigan, and I'm going to let you go, Audra, is yeah. there is there is enough for everybody who's a conservative, a real conservative. Yeah, There's enough. What we got to do is get rid of those people who are faking it. Right. They're faking it. They're, they're, selling, your the regas, they're selling your freedom.
3: And no matter if they're Republican or Democrat. You are for sale in their eyes. That's Find right. a candidate. I'm one of them. Um, Shalol's one of them. Melissa Carone's one of them. Where we, we got a say, bunch
0: of them. That's correct. We
3: aren't right. We have a whole list of them. Yeah. Your freedom is not for sale. I don't care. Everybody's like everybody's got a price. Nuh-uh. A true patriot does not have a price. I certainly don't, and I know they don't.
0: I know you don't, and I was. <laughs> would- you know, I know, I know I was literally thinking, oh, my God, when Audra comes on the show, we're fixing to have a fight right on national <laughs> this might as well be national TV. But hey, I love you, Thank you sis, for coming on. I appreciate <laughs> I love it. You. Thank, you, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I will be talking to you soon. Everybody, let's give Audra Johnson a round of applause for coming on the show. Thank you, Audra. <laughs> Guys, listen, thank you so much for coming on um, and being a part of Political Idiots tonight. You know, listen, in America, there is one thing that we all have to remember, and that is, is that we don't have to agree on every candidate, right? We don't have to. But what we have to agree on is the Constitution. That is given to us by God, and somehow we've forgotten about that. I don't care if you're running in Missouri like Josh Link is um, that we had on the first hour. I don't care if you're running in Michigan, um, where Audra's at and where Melissa Carone is at. I I I and, and where you know Christine Barnes and and all these other people that are running in the state of Michigan, Michael Shalaw, uh Matt DePerno, uh, uh, all these people, but you've got to stand for the constitution. You can have it out in the political uh arena. That's going to happen. Stop trying to act like it's not. But when you have it out in the arena and and the people have had their choice, not the endorsers, not the endorsers, when the people have had their choice and they've made their say, known, that's it. It's over. It's time for America to stand up for what's right, even if we have to stand alone as patriots. I want to thank both of my guests tonight. Um Josh Link, again if you want to go and look up more about him, you can go to www.joshlinkformo.com or joshlinkformissouri.com. Um you can read up more about him. Again, he was a 17-year Apache Apache helicopter fighter pilot um in the military. And uh and then Audra, trust me, she's got something big coming very soon. And everybody in Michigan is probably going to shake about it and shatter about it to everybody else. Who's watching and being a part of our program on YouTube for the first time tonight, uh, Twitter live on Facebook live and the other 30 platforms streaming across the world. Hey, I love saying that. sounds pretty cool. Makes me feel better about myself. um, because I'm a village idiot. Uh, we will see you when I see you. I don't know if we'll be on tomorrow night, I'm not sure yet. Depends on what my guest lineup is. If not, I will see you very soon. We'll at least do three shows a week leading through the election. Um, And then once the election is over with, we'll be five nights a week or five afternoons a week, depending on the time frame that the media company gives us. So God bless everybody. God bless the United States of America. And just know if you come on my show, I'm bringing the heat. I'm going to disagree
3: with you, but I'm bringing it. Good night.